0: Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I like that. So I'm going to do seven call-ins for you. Uh, let's start with number one, being proactive. Um, not just being proactive, proactive with yourself, but being proactive around others in the community. And the, your fellowship kind of is awesome. And self, self-growth, when you can you know, be proactive with yourself, you're more likely to express more proactiveness towards others. And that's great. And one thing about being proactive is you have to take action. You know, we see too many times people are letting someone else do it for them. And probably the most important one is group work, you know. You can be proactive as a group worker or a group uh, concierge. Like, if you can take the role, take the lead, and then kind of be proactive towards helping others, you're one step ahead of the game. Proaction. I mean, proactive, proaction. I like it. Begin with an end in mind. I like that one. You know... You kinda have to picture this as a you're on borrow you're kinda like on a borrowed scale where the scale is pointing up, right? And you're kinda in that teetering position of is the scale gonna go down or go up, continue to go up? And if you think at the end the end is you and the end in mind is gonna be somebody great, that's awesome. And I like that. And you have to think, you know, we gotta begin somewhere you know, it takes one thing to start something, and it also takes one thing to end something. And you're just going to have that moment where when you end it in mind, you'll feel more accomplished. And I always like to say this, whatever path you take, it won't be boring. Begin with an end in mind. I like that one. You know, you kind of have to picture this as a, you're on borrow. you're kind of like on a borrowed scale where the scale is pointing up, right? And you're kind of in that teetering position of, is the scale going to go down or go up, continue to go up? And if you think at the end, the end is you, and the end in mind is going to be somebody great, that's awesome. And I like that. And you have to think, you know, we got to begin somewhere. It takes one thing to start something, and it also takes one thing to end something. And you're just going to have that moment where when you end it in mind, you'll feel more accomplished. And I always like to say this, whatever path you take, it won't be boring. First things first... Make sure you are, you know, I I do like the fact that you said it's not all about priorities. And first things first means, like, yeah, get your priorities straight, of course. But after that, then you just kind of balance with the matrix. I like that because now you can kind of mix and match urgent, not important. Urgent, important. Not important, urgent. You know what I mean? It's the matrices. I like that analogy. But the one thing I do want to say when it comes to, <coughs> excuse me, um, what did I just say? Oh, first things first, is when you know what you're doing, the first thing you do every day in the morning, and you have a routine, and it's becoming mundane, that's when you know you got to maybe shuffle it up a bit. Kind of like change your priority and then make it better, or change your priority and relax and try to make it better. Taking two steps back sometimes is one step forward. Instead, when you try to make two steps forward, you take a step or two back. It's a good, It's a good analogy. I like it. So yeah, sharpening your saw, I think you might have missed a part two, my bad. I don't know, it's not up on the station, but it just went from part one to part three. But yeah, that sprinter versus marathon mentality. uh, Me, I'm at school. I'm a firm believer in the marathon mentality. Um, I go to school every day. I'm I'm proud to say that. Like, I don't miss days. Like, I'm always on time. I try to always be on time. And I can do this day in and day out. However... However, I do I do understand why people are moving to the sprinter mentality of, you know, set what's worth 12 hours a day and then give ourselves, you know, that week off. But it really depends. Me, I'm more of, I, can, I guess you could develop, if you can develop both habits, you're in good shape. I really like the marathon mentality of day in, day out, let's get it done, let's keep working, you know, get that break in between for that one week and then we're back at it. like it. Hey, Crazy Agent KT, I don't know if you gave your think-win-win thoughts, but when I think of a win-win situation, always find that positive light. I mean, whether whether it be the most negative thing that's happened to you or, you know, something bad or whatever the case may be, if you can think in a winning positive mindset and you always think there's light at the end of the tunnel, every situation, every occurrence, every event, every etc., man, you're ahead of the game. And that goes for anybody in society. It's a great feeling to have when you think win-win because when you start winning where you have the belief you can win I always say this is one of my quotes if you believe you can achieve and I think if you believe you can achieve anything to the greatest heights and when you think win-win you know you, you'll be more inclined to think in a winning mentality and you can write the history and people say winners write history so and, and your history can be you know whatever you think it is kind of going back to the self-growth it doesn't have to be on stage at the big time ceremony it could just be you being there for another person saying hey I'm here for you Hey, Crazy Agent KT, I don't know if you gave your think-win-win thoughts, but when I think of a win-win situation, always find that positive light. I mean, whether whether it be the most negative thing that's happened to you or, you know, something bad or whatever the case may be, if you can think in a winning positive mindset and you always think there's light at the end of the tunnel, every situation, every occurrence, every event, every etc. man, you're ahead of the game. And that goes for anybody in society. It's a great feeling to have when you think win-win because when you start winning, where you have the belief you can win. I always say, this is one of my quotes, if you believe, you can achieve. And I think if you believe, you can achieve anything to the greatest heights. And when you think win-win, you know, you'll be more inclined to think in a winning mentality. And you can write the history. And people say winners write history, so... And and your history can be, you know, whatever you think it is, kind of going back to the self-growth. It doesn't have to be on stage at the big-time ceremony. It could just be you being there for another person saying, hey, I'm here for you. Okay, so the, the part five is what is it seek? You have to understand yourself before you understand others. That's pretty cool. Uh, I don't I don't know too much about this one. I'm not a big philosopher into that, but if there's one thing I could say, it's this kind of b- the belief of we need to be putting ourselves in our own shoes first, then we can start putting shoes in our other friends and family. Good idea because sometimes we jump into it like uh, sharks and we just jump into the the shark tank and sometimes we get swallowed up or sometimes we come out alive. And if we can just take a slow back and just understand others, you know, a little bit later and you kind of understand yourself of where your personal growth and development goes, then you'll realize, okay, then I have to continue to motivate myself, then I'll motivate others and then the whole series of influences will affect how you see life. Beautiful.
1: KT from the Anchor Nation. Thanks, buddy. Crazy Asian here. Appreciate your call-ins. Appreciate your thoughts on uh, the seven habits of highly effective people. So, one interesting thing that you brought up on uh, habit number seven, it, which is seek first to understand, then to be understood, and you took it from the context of understanding yourself. Which I really like that concept. It reminds me of if you you know when you go on a flight, it's that old um, oxygen um, mask is that you need to put on your own oxygen mask first, and then you can help others. And so kind of what you alluded to is that when you truly understand yourself, then you can help others. The concept of um, the fifth habit of seek first to understand is is more so externally in communication. Is making sure that in a communication conversation uh, communication that you're looking to first understand others around you and others that you're having conversations with, and then you can have your opinion being heard and then you can give the feedback. Oftentimes, um, even even some of your great leaders, people have a tendency to want to shoot straight from the hip and give their, their opinion immediately without first checking in and seeing what other people think um, about the overall situation or the overall problem. And so your strongest leaders oftentimes in meetings will allow everyone to be able to communicate in regards to their solutions to specific problems, and then they will give their, their two cents. And so sometimes they'll be agreeing with those opinions that were given. Other times they might be contradicting or have an opposing view. But by being able to speak last in those kind of contexts, it gives you the opportunity to be able to um, support those employees that agreed with you and to be able to give some different perspective and insight after hearing all the opinions. So, you definitely want to make sure when it comes to your communication style that you're looking to first understand the other person before you start giving your, your opinions. I don't know how many conversations I've had that began with something along, along the context of, I don't really know what you think about this, but here's, here's my thoughts. And so in my mind, I'm just thinking, you should just ask me what my thoughts are on that specific topic before you start droning on and on because we could have the exact same opinion about this specific topic and now you're just basically lecturing me and there's literally no value mentally for me in this in this conversation because we already think
0: the same way sure though so part six re-energizing um one thing about re-energizing i do and don't like um is how we perceive re-energizing i know some people in this day and age i'm going to take a week off and they take like a month off you know it, it we have to realize we have to get back to it eventually but a good time off a much needed to re- re-energize with your family friends And just relax, get away from the realities, go to vacation even, as they like to say nowadays. Uh, No, I'm joking. Everyone needs a vacation, but as long as you don't overdo it, re-energizing and just doing meditation, yoga, walking, whatever your happy place is, your happy happy spot to be you, do it. I'm all for re-energizing. KT! So this one, the
1: seventh habit of highly effective people, sharpen your saw, and you translated it to recharging. You're spot on. This isn't like hey, it's a, it's a Friday, it's beautiful weather, I'm gonna take off early and go golfing at two o'clock, and I'm not gonna get my job done, right? So, um, the to, in order to sharpen your saw, this is something that's deliberately done in order to reset yourself, in order to reduce the anxiety and reduce the stress in your life. And so, it's not this, oh, um, I like to KT's point, that oh, I took a, a vacation and now all of a sudden I'm just going to extend it several more days because we're having great weather down here. That is not sharpening your saw. That's relaxing. That's not sharpening your saw. Sharpening your saw is where it, it, the the best example is literally sharpening your saw. Isn't like oiling your oiling your axe and then putting it away for the winter. It's literally getting out, you know, um, the 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 metal. You know sharpener and rubbing it against the tip of the axe in order for the blade to get sharper so it does require work I'd say that oftentimes for most people sharpening your saw is work in a different way so it could be being fully engaged right like leaving your cell phone at the office and having a four-day weekend with your family, where you're having no distractions, you might even go to a cabin that has no Wi-Fi, and the only way people can connect you, connect with you, is through the landline. If you remember what those are, or I know some people they actually go and they meditate. They they go somewhere, uh, whether it's out hiking, whether it's out you know to a ski slope, and they literally just ponder, and nothing is literally getting in the way of them being able to sharpen their saw and these are extremely critical moments to be able to have a look at um, where you're headed, what's going well, what you want to improve on um, and really just take an audit internally of how you're doing and I find that it's most people don't take time to do this, especially in the hustle bustle of life, especially if you're, you're young and full of piss and vinegar, and you're just like an energized bunny, just keep going and going. By the way, this is a tough one for me to do. Um, is But I found for myself, almost every day, I find time to be able to sharpen my saw, and for me, that's going to a hot tub, going to a steam room, and literally for me, it's being able to sit there for like 10 minutes, it's all it's taking. Um and, and the total of maybe a half hour if you know include like you know shower time, etc., prep time. Um so I'm taking a half hour to be able to have a look at how the day's going, what's going well, what should I be tweaking um and for for the next day. And and I find as well physically it's a great relaxer for me, especially if I had a good workout. Um, for the day and so each person you want to find out really what's your way to sharpen your saw and if you're not doing it you need to seek opportunities to do it even if it's something small or simple as playing solitaire for just 10 minutes playing Tetris for just two there's ways that you can completely disconnect from what's going on right now in order to reduce that stress in order to get that heart rate down,
0: in order to get clarity on where you're currently at.
1: Sherm's sure
0: Hey, Sherm, heard your butterfly segment. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the, the thought of reality versus uh, where you want to be. At first, when you're a kid, no dream. You know, you just don't have a dream. You just have one of those unrealistic dreams people talk about, but it could be realistic if you want to transform into it, kind of like the caterpillar into the butterfly. It's real life, and it's, it's simple. It may seem simple, like the transformation, but once they start spreading their wings like a butterfly, it sky's the limit, take off, and the human spirit takes over. Beautiful.